This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I'm your host, Nefra McDonald, and I'm the Business Development and Strategic Partnership Coordinator at Rocket Matter, the world's most amazing legal software. This week, we're talking all about legal productivity, and I'm thrilled to introduce our guest, Ivy B. Gray. Ivy is the author of American Legal Style for Perfect It and is a senior attorney at Griffin Hammerski. It's wonderful to have you here. Welcome, Ivy. Thank you so much for having me, Nefer. It's always great to talk with you. All right, so let's get started. So we know a lot about each other. We, we've known each other for quite a few years, but you're an attorney that works almost completely remotely. And I know there's some people listening who wish they had that option and that luxury. So how did you get here? And how do you keep yourself on track with all your tasks? So I was able to achieve this unique blend for really two reasons. First, I got in on the ground floor with both companies, with my legal tech company and with my law firm, which gave me the platform to really decide how I wanted to do things. I wasn't working against something that was already set. Second, with both companies, I've had a long history of, t- of trust. And, you know, with the law firm, I worked with the two partners of the firm, Scott Griffin and Mike Kamersky, at another firm. We knew each other's work really well, and we trusted each other. And we really believed in each other and that we'd be able to make it work. This prior relationship with its foundation of trust and respect gave me the flexibility and the autonomy necessary to have two demanding careers at once. But to make it work, I really have to structure my work into really self-contained modular units. So I tend to work intensely for stints of time, but I don't need to be involved in either thing every single day. And it takes a lot of other things to really make this work. You've gotta know how you work best, how your work flows, and you have to communicate a lot. One benefit of working remotely is the presumption that your work will be asynchronous. That means that I'm not expected to work the same hours as everyone else or at the same time as everyone else. It's really really good for me. Oh, it's huge. So it's great for me and it's good for the companies and it's good for my clients. But as I said, it requires a lot of communication. So the biggest benefit for me is that I'm really a night owl. And I can accomplish twice as much between the hours of 4 p.m. and 4 a.m. as I would if it were the other way around. So yeah. that's how There I are work. a lot of people out there like that, you know, and, and when we were in school, we had that flexibility to, to be able to study when we needed to. And, you know, you have certain blocks of time where you have to be somewhere. But other than that, you can structure your work in a way that works best for you. And then we go into the workplace and then it's this nine to five expectation. Well, so it's wonderful that you have that. Exactly. And honestly... How many times have we been associates sitting in offices where we rushed to get there at 9 a.m. after we left the office at 3 the day before, 3 a.m., uh, and and then we sit around waiting for a partner to hand off something to us, and we don't get it until 4 p.m., and we have to pull another all-nighter. You know, mm-hmm. that is just a recipe for burnout. And with remote working and the assumption that we can work in an asynchronous manner, you don't have to have that sort of burnout or all that wasted time. And we can really pass projects off to each other in a way that means that we're serving our clients 24 seven, but not feeling like we're working around the clock. And that's just really good for everybody involved. Uh, But to do that, you also have to really know your workflows and how 
how long things take and you have to communicate about it. So I say, you know, I'm running late on this thing. Uh, Can I give it to you at this later time? And I say that a day before or hours before something is due. I don't wait until I'm already late to sell somebody that I'm going to be late. And if somebody else is caught up on another matter and they're not waiting for the handoff, they tell me that I have more time to work. And communicating that means that nobody's stepping on anybody's toes and we're not accidentally and selfishly creating emergencies for someone else. And that's really a key to making sure that things work. Yeah, so you just mentioned respect there too, just respecting other people's time because in turn, yours gets respected too. Exactly, exactly. Um, But again, you have to know your workflows because you have to know how things actually work, what pieces need to be done, what order they need to be done in, and how long things take. If I assume that it only takes seconds to make a table of authorities and I leave it with my also remote secretary with only a few minutes left before something has to be filed, we're not going to ma- we're not going to make that deadline. So, I have to be aware of how things actually go so I can give my secretary enough time to actually complete the work. Uh, so again, it's just an awareness of what everybody's part is and how long each thing is going to take. Yeah, and you so you just mentioned a lot of a lot of things, but so you're completely remote. You have a remote secretary. Um, do you have a paperless system and a paperless protocol that you follow as well? Yes, yes, I do. So it's really important for me to be paperless uh, working remotely. I do have an office physically in New York that I go to about once a month, and that is really the only time that I could bring paper into the office and bring it into the office system. So I try to do everything paperless, which means that I use all sorts of editing tools to make sure that I can get through things online and not have to print things out. I save my research on Westlaw into the folders so that I can share them with my associates. I use Evernote to keep my notes together. Um, It's really all of the things that you have to do to make sure that all of your knowledge remains as part of the law firm ecosystem and it doesn't fall outside of it, which it would if you were using paper yet working outside of the firm right it's like almost like you're hoarding or or keeping the the knowledge to yourself um so that collaboration is super key and it's one of the beauties of of going paperless and being in in a system where you're sharing and collaborating that information so that's that's awesome so i'm sure you have a ton but what are your favorite productivity hacks or go-to best practices that you share when you speak to other lawyers because you also do a lot of speaking across the country. I do. So I have a three approaches that I would love to talk about and hopefully we have enough time. So the first yeah. is that I use timers and calendar calendars in somewhat a unique way. So I don't just calendar deadlines, but I also calendar dates when I'm supposed to start working on projects and I schedule blocks of time in to work on certain matters. This allows me to segment my life and go back and forth between my legal tech career and my lawyer career. I also use timers. So if I know that something should take two hours, I set a timer for one hour or whatever half the time is. And when I reach the point where the timer goes off, I check in and I assess how I'm doing and I can either try to get back on track or I can let somebody know that the project is bigger than we anticipated that it would be. 
Second, I love technology, but I'm also one of those people who never reads the instructions. So I like to use simple, intuitive technology that helps me with my daily tasks. So I use several word add-ins for legal writing to really uh, keep my writing on track and make it go as fast as possible and be as clean as possible. I also use research tools to try to collect and manage my information and then I abuse Evernote. Everything is tagged and managed so that if I've seen something once and thought about it and taken notes, I don't have to go through that process again. Yeah, Um, Evernote's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And then the last thing is that I use Microsoft Word to its fullest extent. Almost everything that we do is in Microsoft Word or in Outlook. And it makes it a lot easier to deal with changes and things that you didn't expect if you're using styles properly or if you set up your system in Outlook to automatically file your your emails uh, so that you don't have to waste a lot of time doing that. And yeah. those are seriously some simple best practices that won't cost you more than a couple hundred dollars a year. Yeah. And those couple hundred dollars, it's saving you enough time that you're you're able to bill for more time. And so it, it evens itself out. It's worth it. Yeah. So in addition to your work in the law, and dancing competitively, I might add. Uh, you're also the author of American Legal Style for Perfect It. So the company just launched a new website and a cloud version in the past few months, which is really exciting stuff. So for our listeners who aren't familiar with the tool, what does it do and why is it valuable? Sure. So American Legal Style for Perfect It is a proofreading and editing software program that works inside of Microsoft Word, and it helps to proofread and edit legal documents for transactional and litigation practices faster and more effectively. It checks for errors using a familiar spell check-like functionality and informative commentary. It runs more than 20 tests. So American Legal Style, which is the part that I created, builds on Perfectix basic checks and layers on 13,000 additional corrections that are just for wow. lawyers. There's something that only a trained legal writer or editor would know to look for. And this is what really brought Perfectix into the legal market. I love it because it's really honest about how we work. For most of us, we spend our time creating the perfect document, but we don't really leave enough time to polish and proofread it. And this really helps you with that. Uh, Perfectit checks everything from consistent capitalization of defined terms and use of acronyms to blue book citation form and legal writing style. You know, looking up these rules would just take forever and most of us wouldn't do that and Perfectit really helps. Yeah, that's it's a really awesome tool. We've actually talked about it a lot in a lot of our productivity webinars and previous podcasts. So it's a really great tool. I'd encourage you guys to go check it out. One of the things I want to mention before we wrap up here today is that you were recently honored as a 2018 Fast Case 50 honoree. Ivy, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm still stunned. Yeah. (laughs) For those at home who may not know what this distinction is, can you give us more information about this and and tell us how you're feeling? Sure. So the Fast Case 50 is a list recognizing people who are really making a difference in law through innovation, vision, and leadership. And it's been around since 2011, and about 400 people are now on the list. Um, For me, I'm really surprised to be named on a list that also includes Erwin Chemerinsky. I mean, 
in what yeah. world is Mr. that? Mr. Kamla. <laughs> I know. I know. I remember listening to his lectures on CD in the car as a 1L. So to be wow. on the same list is just crazy. But it's also really nice to be recognized for, for my writing and for my approach, which is a lot more incremental and focused on giving people little things that they can do to be innovative in their law practices and build some momentum so, so that it seems less scary and we can do more later. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm proud to know you and I am so, so, so happy for you. Uh, congratulations again. So if people want to get in touch with you about your legal services or perfect it, how do they do that? I'm very active on Twitter. My handle is IVB Gray. Uh, and you can also reach me on email at Ivy at intelligentediting.com or igray at grifflegal.com. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Ivy. Folks, you got a bonus couple of minutes here with us on the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.